It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hope everybody is having a good Thursday. Not just any Thursday. Masters Thursday, first round. If you're getting a chance to sit inside and just watch the Masters and hopefully watch beautiful weather from Georgia today, that might be a good idea. If you're dealing with the weather in and around the greater Austin area, please be careful out there. We are in one of those full-on rain days, and like we always say around here, be careful, but not too careful when you drive in the rain. Folks around these parts get a little freaky when it rains a little bit about driving, but today they get really, really into it and sometimes in a bad way. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. We'll update you on that Masters leaderboard. We got football updates, a gift, a gift from a former NFL quarterback that still wants to be an NFL quarterback. We got NBA to talk about. Uh, We got a guest at one with Jeff Howe. We got our album swap discussion at two. Let's go. I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? What up, Chad? Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Easter, everybody. And yeah, feeling good today. How you doing? I'm all right. Did you deal with any of the traffic folks today? Yeah, I did. What? Uh, which one? Which one did you run into? I'm hoping you didn't run into um, anyone. What did you deal with today? The too slow guy. Oh. Or gal. Too slow is tough. Yeah, I get being careful. I do. I want. I'd rather you be careful than driving wild. But you know, it, it, it definitely messed up some minutes of me trying to get here. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like they're making it worse. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like they are absolutely making it worse. So uh, we hope everybody is safe and sound out there, dry, uh, wherever you are, warm and dry today on a rainy, chilly day, temperature around 50 or so. So before the show, I noticed that you're rocking an icy Texas Rangers hoodie. Well, like, it's fire. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I rarely wear anything that would be described as icy or fire, so I appreciate that. Two days in a row. Yesterday, the yeah. Masters polo, fire, then the Rangers little fleece hoodie thing. That's fire, too. And they they have two things in common. They're both blue, and they were both free. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay for either one of them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little ironic. Yeah. We told you yesterday, Chip Brown of Horns247.com, he's the one that bought me the Masters shirt. This Rangers hoodie was just was at the station because as the Rangers affiliate, sometimes the Rangers are nice enough to send us swag. And a couple years ago, this swag showed up. It was funny that you asked me who number eight was. Because it's a is that? right, it's a Rangers logo with eight, and we think we figured it out. Jeff Howe looked it up right as he was leaving. We think it is is it Giovanni Soto? When they got him from the Phillies a couple years ago. Okay. The catcher. I think we think that's who it is. I mean, I, I would 
You would think it would say the name on the back. I know. But that's okay. Yeah, right. There's no name on it and everything. Right. The Rangers aren't like the Yankees. They have the names on the back. That is true. And that's what I was expecting when I picked it up. Like, oh, yeah, who's eight? And I turned it over and it's not there. So uh, I, appreciate, uh, I appreciate the compliment. And it is a little chilly today, so I thought I'd go with the sleeves. And if you're okay with it, I thought I might pull the hood up when I talk about the UGK album because I might look a little tougher. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, if I, can, I think the people on YouTube and Twitch will appreciate. I'm that. not sure if I can get away with that. I'm not sure if it'll look any better or tougher or worse or better. But we may try that later on. I mean, I know you would never do this, but it'd be right if you wore an Astros hoodie. Yeah. See, I can't go that far. Yeah. Okay. As much as I respect and and am trying to learn about the Houston rap game, I can't go that far with. Okay. Them. All right. That's fair. I am a Rangers guy. I firmly believe. In the Dallas-Houston war of sports fans in this state, if you are born and raised in the Dallas or Houston area, I firmly believe you do not root for the pro teams in that other city. And I have I un- totally understand all the people I know that tell me they hate all the Dallas teams. Yeah, I can appreciate that. I get it because I cannot root for a pro team in the city of Houston. I just can't do it. I've even tried. I can't. When'd you try? Individual games, I'll try. You know, I uh, tried when I was young. I tried for Oilers Bills, not to bring that one up. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But I tried, couldn't do it. Uh, I tried for even college, Houston, NC State. I'd already fallen in love with Valvano. I had to root for them. I'm sorry, Houston fans, but I did. When Hakeem and them were winning 94 95. And then you weren't the that. You rooted for the Knicks? Yep. Root for anybody. Magic 2? Rooted for everybody they played. Yep. Damn. What was it? Shaq. I rooted for Shaq and the Knicks, right? Yeah. Those are the two teams. Yeah, I understand it. So I will be talking some Houston uh, Houston rap today, but I'll be wearing the Rangers hoodie for whatever that means. All right, so um, let's get you updated before we jump into this gift from the NFL. We now have an updated story for you on the Texas baseball series, which was set to start this evening and go Thursday, Friday, Saturday because of the uh, Easter weekend. That is going to change a little bit. So the announcement from UT comes uh, in this form. Baseball series with Kansas State has been moved to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they are going to now utilize... Easter Sunday, due to the weather situation, it will still be at Dish Falk, obviously. Um, And as of this moment, I don't see time set for sure. They are going to try to play that opener on Friday and then try to go Saturday and Sunday. I was thinking maybe they'd think doubleheader, but it looks like they're going to figure that out. Uh, says the game times will be determined based on the weather conditions and announced at a later time. So, um, And they're telling you, if you have tickets, pay attention, Longhorn baseball freaks, Occupy left field folks, all of you. Thursday tickets will be redeemable Friday. Friday tickets redeemable Saturday. Saturday tickets redeemable Sunday. Everybody got that? Okay, uh, so that is the updated schedule on Texas yeah, baseball. I think that benefits the Horns. I really do, because if you're Kansas State, your whole mindset this week was, okay, we're going to get this Thursday, Friday, Saturday game out the way, and we're going to get back home to Manhattan and chill. Sunday, we get to cool out and do something that we normally don't get to do because majority of our weekend mm-hmm. schedules, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So now it flips and you're down here, and you're just kind of waiting around. You can't really do much because of the weather, and it turns into a Friday, Saturday, Sunday game, and you won't get back home until 
late Sunday night, Monday morning, and then you got class. So mm-hmm. for college kids, that might be a psyche, especially in the game of baseball, that favors the horns. Uh, yeah, I get that. I get that logic. Plus, it's you know, any I mean, they're you know coming off of um, you know, that are sort of a regular midweek schedule, but it was going to be Tuesday, Thursday. That was going to be pretty yeah, quick, yeah. so that pushes it back. That kind of helps both teams, but I get your point. Yeah, both teams will now not have that day off, but one of them gets to do it at home, gets to have a normal-type schedule, and you're right. Kansas State was looking forward to to Easter. Craig, in fact, Craig Way told me today, I thought it was the whole conference that just took Easter off. Some sports do that. I know NASCAR in the past, there are certain uh, Easter weekends where they'll just avoid Sunday altogether, letting everybody hang with the family and, and do Easter stuff, but... This year, there's some series, I think he said it's West Virginia and somebody, already scheduled. They were already scheduled to play on Sunday. So some teams do, some teams don't. If you're a pro fan, you know the uh, Major League Baseball loves Easter Sunday. They love it. Rangers have a game scheduled already, uh, and that's going to be over on 1260 and 101.9. So Texas baseball, Friday, Saturday, Sunday now. No game today on a Thursday. Uh, That is where we start here uh, on this wet and rainy Thursday. All right, Zay, let's get into the gift. You presented the gift to me, and now we get to present the gift to everybody else. So I would like to request that two people in the world of sports alternate days of saying crazy things. Cam Newton and Angel Reese. If y'all could just get a schedule together and appear on a podcast every other day, tweet something out every other day, to keep our engine going here in April, I would really appreciate that. Zay comes in today and he says, hey, did you hear what Cam said? I thought he said, did you hear what Kim said, as in Kim Mulkey? And I thought, oh, we're going to get a development of that story. Yeah, that would have been juicy, too. That would have been something. But he said, no, 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 Cam. So, Cam Newton has some updated comments and feelings for us. Zay, do you think we should just play the sound first and then we'll discuss the visual later? Yeah, let's play it. Let's do that. Cam Newton discussing kind of his updated situation. Here we go. I know a lot of people have a lot of things to say in regards to my future in the NFL, and I wanted to set the record straight by saying this is how I feel. There ain't 32 guys that's better than me. But I also know that I could also be a backup, and I'm willing to be a backup. Players that I will back up. Number one, I'll back up Deshaun Watson. It goes without saying, me and Deshaun Watson's relationship, uh, he was on my 707 All-Star team. I've grown to admire the person, the athlete that he is, going through a lot of turmoil, uh, but I believe that doesn't, that that's behind him. My number two person would be wherever Lamar Jackson decides to go. Uh, number three will be Justin Fields, uh, another C1M product. Um, number four will be Tua Tonga Baloa. Um, number five will be Malik Willis, another C1N uh, All Star uh, representative. And I would say there's three rookie quarterbacks that I would love or enjoy to groom. Any of these rookie quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson, any one of those guys, <laughs> I will be happy to back those guys up. The sound effects. Um, it's great music. Number seven, Jalen Hurts. Uh, number eight would be Aaron Rodgers. Number nine would be Josh Allen. And number 10 would be Sam Howell, another C1N uh, alumni 
But when you think about the list, it's it's really to the point. Now, some of those guys may already have penciled in backups that the franchise is probably okay with, and that's fine. I'm just voicing my opinion, and I'm just getting the narrative out. I mean, that is world class. I have never heard an NFL position player at any position lay it out that way. This dude's out of control. Whoever decided, I, now that I'm hearing it the second time, Zay, whoever decided that every single quarterback he mentioned deserved a pop gun sound effect. Not a gun sound effect. Not like something cool, like in a rap song where it's... No, no, not that. Lamar Jackson. That is awful. Wherever he'll go. Stroud. I don't know. So, so Kev, Lamar. Richardson. That little weak pop gun sound, a cork coming out of a pop gun, that's the sound y'all thought up? So, Cam, if Lamar Jackson goes XFL Canadian League, you following him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to pay attention hey, to what you were talking about. That's he's, what you said. Yeah, if he's going to be consistent, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, he would have to go yeah, play Yeah, he would have to go back up those guys. Oh, my God. I love the thing at the end of, you know, there's a possibility that they already have penciled in back. Really, Cam, you think in April, do you think NFL teams kind of know who their backups are? Yeah. Thanks for that update. And y'all are tripping on Specs text line talking about Cam being racist. Sam Howell was there. Tua was there. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just named every other black person in the league. As he laid that out. Besides Geno. I started thinking like people will really react if he picks all black quarterbacks. He did not do that. And by the way, I don't know why he said Malik Willis won, or five. (laughs) Malik Willis needed to be one, because if there's one of those guys that he could go be the backup for and have a chance to play, it's Malik Willis. Yeah. That would be the one to really, really circle. But the reasoning is awesome. Put guys on your list because they attended your camp. That, That has nothing to do with your career and your career path, but well done. And then the Deshaun Watson was excellent, too. The Deshaun Watson also kind of that. We what do you say? We were on a seven on seven team together. We were on a seven on seven team, and that stuff's behind them. And Campbell, who's it? Well, don't, y'all, let's not talk about that. Y'all it's are like, out there running seven on seven teams while you're in the league. Like, what do you? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that like back in the gap? Like back because they're <laughs> he's older than Deshaun. He's definitely older than De- Cam won the Natty in 2010. But Watson would have won it in 20, like 15, 15, yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. (laughs) That's awesome. God love Cam Newton, So so let's talk about his attire while he's saying this. Oh, man. Because this is another reason why we can't take him seriously. Okay, two things. One, the background. He is doing some kind of podcast, and in the background is... What do we call this? Has he, well, ma- he has a great production team because the music's fire. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great. And the pops, like you were saying, the, in the background, right. great production Other team. than the pop guns. We needed more effective pops. Give me some little explosions there instead of pop guns. But he's got that, what has he got, like a made-up language he likes to throw out on Twitter sometimes? Those weird words that a lot of people can't understand. There's a lot of that in the background. And then, Zay, describe to the people this hat he's wearing so it looks like a hat that my auntie would be rocking this sunday for easter yet and cam has this wild set of hair it's it's dreads but it's in a bun so that's obviously a problem when you're trying to wear a hat so the solution is to cut the top out to where there's a big hole so the bun could stick through the hat and that's what you're seeing plus the is this a maroon? Is this an Aggie maroon? Or what, what would you say this color is? 
I'm seeing that as a darker purple. I'm just seeing it as a dark gray. Gray, damn. I'm seeing that as a gray. You might have to get that eyesight checked. I was going to say, do I, have, what? do I have that? Or t- t- <laughs> turn your brightness hat- up. That ain't no it? gray. That's not gray? The hat, might- the hat looks gray with a black band on See, it. See, now it's weird because there's a purple, there's purple whites oh, okay. that's reflecting maybe, off of it. So <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He got a lot going on and the classic bow tie and stuff. There's a lot going on in this. Oh, my God. And now they're ch- I just realized they are changing. Oh, man. They, the production team is excellent because they're putting these guys' pictures on the screen as he's saying them. They're zooming in. They're zooming out. Unbelievable. Cam well, Newton. I'm, but, but this goes back to this whole thing is contradicting, and he's delusional still because he says he starts off by letting us know there's not 32 better than him. Right, but which he, he said at the workout thing. But yeah. he's willing to groom and help out all the guys that he just named, and it's like how how can we trust you to be that when all you want is a starting job? So what he's saying here is all ten of these guys are not better than him. Let's be clear there. He said there aren't thirty two guys better than me. So that means he believes that he's better than Aaron Rodgers and he's better than Hertz and he's better than all of them, right? That's kind of what he's saying. Yeah. But then, okay, I'd be willing to back them up. So maybe he's saying. I, really, really, he's saying out of the 32 teams that's starting, ain't no way there's there's, a there's 32. There's 32. Right. That's, that's fair. That's, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a little bit. You're right. That's a little bit of a jump. So we won't do like that. He's going after the Desmond Ritters. He's just not saying that. Right. We won't go into that. Let's not have the narrative out there that he thinks he's better than Aaron Rodgers. Even Cam Newton knows that's not right. Uh, but he's saying he's willing to. He respects these guys enough for whatever the reasons are that he's willing to back them up. Um, yeah, so all these, so so the hat is absolutely priceless. I didn't think he could top the bun of the the dread bun on top of his head for the workout for the throwing workout. I thought that looked pretty silly, and I didn't understand why that would be. I think that just feels like it would be distracting to yeah. me if I had that going on, on top of my head. The hat takes it to another level now. That you'd actually cut a hole on top of a. I'm assuming that's an expensive hat to work your hair. Like that's incredible. Yeah, I want to say. He has multiple hats that are fitted like this. He's got multiple, a lot of things, I think. Yeah, that's true. There's but, a lot of but things going on. That's the whole on. point, though. Like, look at that's a distraction. Like, you want to groom guys and be a backup. Guys don't want you to give them game on. You Every time you come into an event, every time you pop into the arena, cameras are going to be on you. You're the backup. Why are they on you? Because you dress like this. You're a <laughs> distraction, Cam. It doesn't make sense. What you're asking for and what you're showing. They don't line up, bruh. You, think the, you, you don't think the backup can show up dressed like Cam Newton every no. week? No. 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 Paris Fashion Week, he's fly. <laughs> he's out here doing it, hanging out with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky and Kardashians and stuff. He's out here living. But for an NFL quarterback, backup, starter, anything that has to do with NFL being a QB, Cam Newton ain't that no more. Please go check this out if you have not. I just retweeted it at Hastings 1049 Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. It is a true gift from Cam Newton to get us started today. Ten quarterbacks that he would back up. Did we mention the Will Levis blast? Have we mentioned that part no, of it yet? No, we didn't. So disrespectful, Cam. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. You clearly have no respect for Will Levis because we've been talking about the four <laughs> quarterbacks that are supposed to be drafted in the first round. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, you say those three names, and you leave out Kentucky's own Will Levis. Mm. He must not have come to the camp. (laughs) He wasn't a camper. That's why. Or Cam just don't see it. Cam don't see what everybody else sees. You're right. Might not. Now, one thing that 
Cam and Anthony Richardson have in common. Cam was that guy that was throwing the ball at the roof and doing backflips and stuff at the combine. Yeah. But we look past that because what he did at Auburn went in the national championship. Right. See, that's where they would be natural allies. That's what I don't understand. To me, he would want Richardson and Levis on this list because that's who those guys are. The, Levis hit the roof first, and then Richardson matched it and put a flip on top of it, and the media went crazy. Why wouldn't Cam Newton like the Levis thing, too? Levis... Levis has a little bit of that Cam Newton vibe going, too, where everybody's just like, oh, my God, have you seen that arm? Yeah. Have you seen it? But he's not into Levis. He is in to those 10 guys. So there you have it. Yo, Somebody, you you so- don't say Levis, but you say Sam Howe. You're wilding hey, out, Cam. That's another one where he thinks he knows. I think that one's smart. That one and Malik Willis make all the sense in the world to me. I'd go back them up. I bet you would. I bet you would. Because you know deep down there's a shot you get to play. That's the kind of guy he should be focused on. That's the kind of team he should be talking to. But I'll ask you, Zay. It's a setup because you're the president of the fan club. Who would you want to take a snap? Him or Heineke? Heineke. Right. That's why he ain't say Ritter because he know Heineke right there. He said, yeah, I would say Ritter, but I know Heineke. I'd be third right. there. That's why he did say Howell because Heineke's not in Washington anymore. Yeah. He knows. That's smart, Cam. He knows. see what you're doing. Those are actually the smart ones to me. I think it's a little bit silly to talk about. And also, with Aaron Rodgers and and Lamar Jackson, he's just throwing out huge question marks because technically they don't have teams right now. We think it's going to be Rodgers and the Jets. We think it's going to be, well, we don't know who it's going to be with Lamar. So uh, that is is why. Wherever Lamar ends up, it don't matter. Wherever Lamar ends up. Ends up. Thank you to Cam Newton for the gift today. Angel Reese, you are up. Uh, Zay did show me a TikTok with John Morant. I yeah, need, very mild. I need more than that. I need more than that. I need a comment. I need you to give me something. Yo, if Angel Reese and John Morant got together, that'd be like the basketball version of Bobby and Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be a now that's a reality show right there. Wow. Can you imagine? Now, does she have crazy parents? I don't know. Because we know we're going to get his dad that's very involved. Yeah. If she has a highly involved parent, then here we go. That's, I'm, all, I'm all for that relationship. That would be high ratings. We can right come there. with a reality show and everything. You think people who are watching LSU and Iowa play women's basketball? Yo. Woo! Put that on VH1 or BET, something that would take it. Yeah, all of that. The ratings would happen big time there. All right, so we'll continue to talk about that when somebody texted us. I swear that sounded like a Charlie Murphy skit. (laughs) It kind of did. It kind of did. Charlie Uh, Murphy. We will also get into the NBA. Clippers got a big win last night, and the Mavs stayed alive. Hope you're having a great Thursday. Stay dry out there. Again, no Texas baseball game today. They're going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We just don't know the times yet as soon as we do we'll let you know right here on the horn chad and zay wow starting with some controversy on a thursday why not we just talked a little cam newton he's throwing out weird list of names so zay thought he would start with you know Madonna and unwanted pregnancies. You know? Wait, what? What are you going to do? Isn't this Papa Don't Preach by Madonna? Is that what she's talking about in Yeah. This? Papa Don't Preach? I'm going to keep my baby? Oh, wow. Come on. It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, Madonna getting us started. This was a big hit. Big, big hit for her. Not that Madonna ever had a release that wasn't a big hit. This just in. Madonna had a big hit. Thank you, Chad. Uh, Madonna gets us started. 
Chad and Zay with you. Some good text coming in off of the Cam Newton discussion. Somebody texted. He said Tua because come week three, Tua may be out with a concussion. Ah. Now, I know that's a little bit of a joke there, and maybe you could look at that as cruel, but that's also realistic to say we're not sure about Tua. I'm so nervous about him. Yeah. I mean, we're all kind of waiting for that next. If Tua takes another big hit and lays there, oh, my God. It's just going to be horrific. So that's interesting. Uh, Somebody else sent this. His boy Ron Rivera is the head coach in Washington. Maybe he sees it that way as well. I don't know how Ron Rivera is still the head coach in Washington. Neither do I. Ron can't take a risk on you, Cam. Man. He don't got many lives left. No, he does not. Yeah, my breakdown on those ten names would be he thinks Hurts, Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Lamar – are legit starters. He'd back them up because they're badasses, but I don't think he thinks he's walking in to take jobs. I think those other six guys, he thinks he'd take the job. He thinks he'd take it from a rookie. He thinks he'd take Malik Willis's job. He could take Tua's job because of what was just discussed. Fields, I think he thinks he could take his job. Sam Howe, obviously. And, yeah, that's Yo, pretty much The way they the made list. Malik Willis look toward the end of the season where we knew Tannehill wasn't coming back and he wasn't even throwing over double digits – it makes me feel like if I was in Tennessee right now in Nashville and I wanted to play quarterback, me and Malik Willis would be competing. And I think that's <laughs> BS. I think him coming out of Liberty, he has way more upside than Rabel showed. But still, I that was weird, Yeah, that part of the season. Like, you draft a guy who not everybody expects to do crazy things in the league, but he did have more upside than what y'all showed out of him. Like they showed no confidence in him. No, it was a rough, rough start for him. And like I'd be hot. Yeah, and then they right. It was it was such a weird situation. I'd be upset if I was him or Tannehill. Yeah, like it just it just never felt never felt like they knew what they wanted and to do. They're sticking with Tannehill, right? Like he's just there. I don't know if he's going to start. Like there's a serious quarterback competition if he's there. Yeah, I don't know what the latest is on Tannehill. I felt like we ended the season with the idea that Tannehill was going somewhere else, and then now it's not happening. I have, and I feel like we haven't heard about Ryan Tannehill in a while. Yeah, because they said they want to shop Derrick Henry, kind of. But as good as Derrick Henry is, and we know the value of running backs, it's just too risky. Yeah. Uh, by the way, shout out to the texter Danny Aiello played Madonna's dad in the video. That's correct. Very good. Very good. Yeah, great video from back in the day. So why? Wait, hold up. Why is her dad in it? Is she talk? She's talking about. She's talking to her father. Right. That she's keeping the baby. That she's keeping the baby. Okay. Papa, don't preach. Daddy, uh, I, daddy, I love you, but I gotta, gotta, we gotta do what I gotta do. Mm. Yeah. Very controversial. Yeah. Very, very. Wow. She was kind of into that though. She kind of liked the controversy. She's like Cam Newton. She likes the controversy. Oh yeah. She she's, was with Prince and Tupac. She, yeah, she does. Comfortable. And Sean Penn. Remember they were married for a while. That that was a wild couple <laughs> for a Penn. while now. All right. So uh we got all that going on. Let me get you a quick update on the Masters. Victor Hovland had a hell of a start today in his first round. Eagles two. He birdied six, eight, nine, and eleven just recently. He's at minus six, clear of everybody else. Three shots clear. In first place, John Rahm uh, and Cameron Young are both at minus three. There's a group at minus two that involves Cameron Smith and Scott Stallings. Yes, the Scott Stallings that's supposed to be playing in the tournament, not the guy that did the, was in the mix-up. Xander Shoffley is also in that group at minus two. Adam Scott is as well. And oh, oh, if it's Thursday, if it's Thursday at the Masters, you know we might have a Freddie Couples story to talk about. How about Freddie Couples? 
Freddie Couples is at minus two, ladies and gentlemen, through 17 holes. Let me just pull up Freddie's card real quick for all the old folks that are going to root for Freddie. He bogeyed five and nine, but then he birdied 12, 13, 15, and 17. Good for you, Fred. How old is Freddie? Freddie Couples is, I'm going to guess, I'm going to look it up, but I'm going to guess 50, I'm going to say 58. Okay, ain't bad. Oh, God, I missed. 63. Oh, that ain't bad either. So let me just state that again. He is 63, and he's four shots back at the Masters right now. Not bad, Fred. Fred if Fred Couples hadn't had the back issues, he would have just been – I mean, he's, he's – depending on who you ask, he's considered kind of one of the not, – maybe not all-time greats, but he's one of people's favorite golfers. He'd have been even better if he didn't have all those back problems. Somebody on the Specs text line said Tiger's out here sweating like crazy. Oh, he is sweating – like a Mississippi hog. Why? I don't know. He's wearing this white shirt today, and he was on hole two. Two now, and I already saw his nipples. Two. Hole well, ain't two. nothing wrong with that. Sweat right down the middle. I was seeing nipples and pecs and stuff. It must just be a muggy-ass day in well, Augusta. Well, we know Tiger swole up. Like, them nipples might pop through the shirt. Them golf tees right. a little tight. And he might, that might happen there once in a while. He might have intentionally thrown some water. On there, just to show everybody the show. I mean, he is single now. He is. That's Kicked true. out old girl. Yeah, that's a good. Which point. I could be a gift or a curse. Speaking of Tiger Woods, I'll keep you up to date on some of the big names. Tiger has not had a good day. Plus three through eleven. Phil Mickelson even through four. And if you don't know the numbers, I've heard today twelve of the last fifteen Masters winners shoot in the sixties in round one. You don't usually come back at this tournament yeah. from something like that. Tiger gets off to a bad start. That's rough. Scotty Scheffler's going out there uh, right about now. Rory McIlroy in about 10 minutes. And then Jordan Spieth at 1 o'clock. We'll keep you up to date on all those big names. All right, uh, Zay, big game in the NBA last night. We talked about it yesterday, about how big it was. Clippers, Lakers, and the Clippers end up with the victory we talked a little bit about Russell Westbrook and the personal side of that game. Could you feel Russell's energy last night at all? Yeah, 10 points in the first quarter. Woo! Every time he hit shots, he like pointed at Braun. Yes. Like, bang, like shooter McGavin. Like, once he hit the shot, bang, and that on your ass, Braun. <laughs> I like, didn't even think yo, of shooter McGavin. Just like, yo, man, it's personal. Yes. And with no Paul George, Kawhi Leonard was good. Norman Powell, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. What he did off the bench. 27, he led the way off the bench. <sighs> Nuts, man. Bones Highland, I always thought that was a good trade. You know, even though Reggie Jackson was good for the Clippers, I thought getting Bones Highland, because that dude is hungry coming out of VCU. He has something to prove, and he yeah. plays like it. He got into a little skirmish with Vanderbilt yesterday, and Bones Highland, even though he's a smaller dude, he ain't back down. So, Trey Mann, I like Plumley and Zubak as the bigs. Either one's, one's in the game while the other sits on the bench. So, you could sit Zubak and put Plumley in and not lose much. They looked good yesterday, and hopefully they could get Paul George back and maybe, maybe make a run. But them winning yesterday, and you kind of knew with the Lakers playing a back-to-back and playing an overtime back-to-back, yeah. to say the least, yep. against Utah. Them being the older squad, we saw LeBron James only three points in that first half, even though he dropped third something in the second half just a little bit too little too late but still the Lakers they control their own destiny in a way if they went out and the Warriors went out then they're gonna get that seventh seed but if the Warriors lose and go one and one the Lakers went out and the Lakers will jump into that six and the Warriors will have to be that play and so hmm. look for these next few games to see what happens so the Lakers still do have a shot to not be in the play-in situation correct okay which you want you want the Kings like 
that's who everybody wants because they just they're not proven yet. The Mavs beat them last night. Exactly. Now they're already locked into a spot. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So w- w- to just give you the the numerical reasoning behind last night, Clippers win the game. I heard now they're saying their chances now of missing the play in and being in just a regular playoff spot is like ninety two percent, and the Lakers is thirty percent. Yeah. That's how big a deal last night was. So. You're absolutely right. I think about LeBron just out of gas. He said they were out of gas. He said the back-to-back got him. I don't know that he said it about his teammates, but he was talking about himself for sure. And obviously you don't have that in the playoffs, uh, a, a true back-to-back situation once we get into that. But uh, now Clippers end up in the five spot for now. Lakers at seven. Golden State at six, like Zay was talking about. And the Mavs did win last night, which keeps them alive. They are tied with the same record as Oklahoma City for the 10 seed. The Mavs still have a shot to get in. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But they need Oklahoma City to lose a game, I believe. Yeah, they do. Because they'll lose the tiebreak. And the Mavs, they get in that play-in, they're a scary team. I could see them beating the Timberwolves, who stand at that nine spot, and the loser out of that seven and eight game, I could see them beating them too. Pelicans and Lakers, just because Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic, even though they haven't played well together... They're still capable of going crazy. They're just too skilled offensively not to have one big game. It's kind of like March Madness. All you need is that one game. This ain't no seven-game series where we know the team at the end was the better team. No, this is one game. Anything can happen. And once that play-in starts, which we talked about yesterday, I love it too, hey, who knows? So the Lakers, they got to take care of business, and so did the Warriors, which the Warriors, they're, they must be feeling really good seeing Andrew Wiggins back. They got Gary Payton the second. They traded him last year, or I don't know if he got you know signed in free agency and then he got let go mm-hmm. by the Trailblazers. I don't know what happened there, but they got him back. And he was huge to their success last year and winning the championship. Again, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, Steph's back, Draymond, Jordan Poole. We know what he could do. If they, Whoever gets that sixth spot, I might pick them to beat the uh, Kings. Hmm, okay. Real talk. Um, the other thing to remember there, I had to refresh myself today. Uh, Zay and I talked about it, kind of admitting we sort of sort of dig the play-in situation. If you forget how this works, the seven and eight seed will play each other. The winner is the seven seed. Right. If you lose it, you still get a chance, and they play. Then the nine and ten will play. The winner of that game then plays the loser of the seven eight game, and that is the eight seed. So the basic is: if you're a seven or eight, you have to win one game. If you win one, you're in. But you get two opportunities to win one. If you're the nine or ten seed, you have to win two games. That's how they structure it. And I actually kind of like it. It's kind of entertaining uh, to give us something to warm us up for the playoffs a little bit. So that's uh, from last night. Clippers get the win. Mavs trying to stay alive. And uh, the Mavs showing you kind of what it can be when Luka and Kyrie Irving go off at the same time. They actually had a pretty good night last night. Is anybody going to the Spurs Trailblazers at the mood tonight? Um, I think um, I know one of our guys here is going. I think uh, our guy Jack Farrell's going. Yeah, Jack told me about yeah, that. Yeah, yesterday. I think Jack's going out to the game. Yeah, Jack was real upset when he found out Greg Brown got the boot. 
Mm. Like, oh, maybe there's some Texas cooking mm. there. No, there's not. Greg Brown's not in the league no more. And I know you were not happy to find out Dame Lillard was getting shut oh, down. Oh, my Because there were a lot of people wanting to go see Dame time in Austin. Now, the Timberwolves game on Saturday, that's going to be a lot better because they have to play hard. They're at the ninth seed right, right now. They have to play mm-hmm. everybody. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns is back. Rudy Gobert. You're going to see all hands on deck. But we know the Spurs, they're still competing for Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes. I heard Greg Popovich. He talking about about the food and stuff and the ATX. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> it's like, Restaurants yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to see somebody tonight for the Trailblazers, Shaden Sharp. He might be the next big thing okay. at the shooting guard spot. There you go. He was their number seven pick, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, has like almost a seven-foot wingspan, crazy bounce, crazy athleticism. Since they sat Dame and he's not playing for the rest of the season, they're giving Sharp a lot more minutes. He should be the highlight tonight. So uh, quick Longhorn stuff before we hit the break. If you missed it, Texas baseball, no game today because of the rain. They're going to try to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and utilize Easter Sunday now with that series. Coming up at 1, we'll talk with Jeff Howe, Horns247.com. We do it every Thursday. Get his thoughts on Texas football as well. We're nine days away from the spring game. Up next in the crab bag, I'll get you a little preview of UFC 287. My favorite name of all time is trying to get the belt back. We'll talk about it on the horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Chad and Zay. Ah, see what you did there. Blame it on the rain. <laughs> Is that what you did? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Or you're just a big Millie Vanilli fan, one of the two. I mean, you never know. Do they have a cult following? Like, or did everybody turn against them when they found out they weren't singing the lyrics? Yeah, I don't know if there's still people that would consider themselves big Millie Vanilli fans. That was such a wild story. Like, the, the lip-syncing controversy. One of them committed suicide. Oh. The one that is not with us committed suicide. I believe the other one is still alive. Because of all that stuff? I don't know if it's strictly because of that or if that yeah. led to... I mean, you can imagine trying to get any respect at any level after that. Right. So, yeah, that was a horrible So horrible nobody's situation. ever gotten caught lip-syncing? Just uh, them? No, well, nobody's ever gotten caught, I think, at that level where you literally find out they weren't the one in studio. That's a very different thing than getting caught lip syncing. Um, what's her name? Remember, uh, what was Simpson's sister's name? Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson got caught with it on SNL. There's been a couple people get caught with it. You can catch it on the Super Bowl halftime. Sometimes yeah. they'll turn their head and the you know song keeps going or whatever. And most acts now are with the technology they have a track running that fans don't even know about at big live shows right there's a there's a track to help them out if they need it that's there now but to find out something like that where they literally put those guys out on tour lip syncing every moment of it 
because they weren't even the ones in studio doing it. Like that's the only kind. That's the only version of that I've ever heard of. Yeah, that's tough. That is brutal, man. Millie Vanilli and Madonna getting us started today. Victor Hovland gets off to a good start at the Masters. He is minus six through twelve, and he is your leader. Rom and Shoffley are at minus three, uh, right there trying to chase him down. Big names: Phil Mickelson even through five. Tiger plus three through twelve. Tiger is not getting off to a good start. Scheffler, McElroy, and Spieth yet to get going. Uh, we will keep you updated as soon as they're out there on the course. Jeff Howe coming up at one oh five right now. Though let's get you a quick UFC preview and a couple other things in the crap bag. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. <laughs> Somebody texted while you were playing, that is not, capital letters, them singing. Yeah, we know. Calm down. We're calm. still salty about that, huh? Calm, calm down. We know. I was not about to go on and tell everybody about the singing prowess of Millie Vanilli. I've, I've been around as a music snob a little bit longer than that. All right, so um, coming up this weekend, you got another UFC pay-per-view. Man, we're already up to 287. I think when I got into UFC, we were right around UFC 200. I think, or, or excuse me, or 100, right around UFC 100. That's how long I've been watching this stuff. Uh, 9 o'clock uh, tomorrow night, my, or not tomorrow night, Saturday night, we have tomorrow off. So thanks to the bosses again for giving us tomorrow off. I got mixed up. Uh, one of my favorite names of all time, Israel, the last stylebender, Adesanya is trying to get his belt back. He had won this belt at 185. He had defended it five times, looked like he was on one of those kind of runs, and then Alex Pereira took it from him. And I mean took it, finished him in the fifth round, TKO. Can Adesanya bounce back? I'm going to say no. I'm rooting for it to be yes. But in fighting, I've watched long enough to know, even when it's a surprise, normally it changes you when somebody does that to you. When somebody, especially if they end it like that, I hope Israel gets the belt back. I'm going to say he doesn't, though, because sometimes that's, that's just what we've seen. If they get you, they change you, and you're just not that fighter anymore. That's the main fight. Gilbert Burns fights Jorge Masvidal, and I'll be honest with you, outside of that, there's a couple names you'll know, but y'all know how it is if you're a UFC fan, man. you got to like one or two fights, and that's what Dana's giving you right now uh, to, to pay the money. Kelvin Gastelum is on the prelims. Michelle Waterston Gomez now after a marriage. She's the karate hottie. She is on the prelims, but it is not the thickest card I've ever seen in my life. That is uh, Saturday night, ESPN Plus, 9 o'clock. Prelims are at 7 as normal. Uh, so we've got the golf going on today. We mentioned the uh, Cam Newton deal earlier and uh, the, the strange comments that um, the strange comments that came out of Cam Newton in terms of not just he thinks there aren't 32 guys better than him, but he's listed guys that he would be the backup for, 10 of them, including three of the rookies in this draft. All that stuff is absolutely crazy. Um, also, a quick shout-out. Thanks to somebody for texting me. A good reminder. If you want to hear some great comments from the other side of the discussion about live golf and PGA golf and all that, Zay, have you followed this Harold Varner story? No. Harold Varner the Third. I don't know if you're familiar with Harold. Um, he was a PGA guy. He went to be, you know, be with live golf. And he has was asked a question about the guys with Live that say that they're trying to expand the game of golf, grow golf, and all of that. He said, quote, they are full of S. They're growing their pockets. 
And he said about his fellow live golfers, he says, I tell them all the time, you didn't come here to effing grow the effing game. And he talks about the reason he went, money. He says, I went to, to make money and improve the situation for my family. That's it. That's the reason. So he's challenging the live golfers to admit why they're doing this. They're all trying to get up on these high horses about improving the game. It's what's best for golf and Be all that. Be careful, Harold. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Some well, interesting people you're messing with. That's true, too. Be careful. Yep. <laughs> Yo, uh, that's a wild thing to say. That Especially is true the too. ones who are paying you. Yep. Like, at least lie. I get it. You could say, you could feel that way, but at least lie and say, yeah, we're trying to expand the game, even though we ain't. See, that's what I would wonder, though. The, the Saudi money, you know, the, the money source there, do they care if you say it? Do they care if you just say, nah, I want the money? Or do they want you to say, talk about the better schedule, talk about what it means for golf? Like, are they instructing them to but do there's that? There's no income coming in from it, though. They made no revenue from it this past year. Nobody's watching it. Right. Like, it's so what's the point besides these golfers just getting paid and we not getting to see them at other PGA Tour events? Yeah, because it'll be a long, um, it'll be a long time before that money runs out. I just wonder when does the Saudi money source realize they're not getting much out of it and they just shut it all down. But until they do, guys like Varner and Kepka are going to say, man, going to make some money. Kepka won their event last weekend. He won $4 million. Ooh. $4 million. With no pressure. With what it, right. What, and, what live golf pressure do I need? I'm not like, okay. It's not like PGA Tour pressure. Everybody's play, watching me and stuff. And he played, was it 54 holes? <laughs> Th- three days work. That's three days, not four days of work. Three days of work, less holes, bigger. Oh, I mean, come on now. No, it's hard to knock those dudes. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those things, man. So, yeah, uh, take a look at those Harold Varner the third comments if you want to see something from the live side. It's a little different than maybe what you are hearing. We'll keep you updated on the Masters leaderboard, especially when the two Longhorns get out there. They'll do that during the show today. Up next, speaking of the Longhorns, we're nine days away from spring football, and uh, spring football, from the spring game with the Longhorns. We'll get Jeff Howe from Horns247.com on, get his thoughts on that. Plus, we'll remind you about this baseball series. Things have changed because of the rain. We'll tell you what we know next on The Horn.